What's up, world? It's your boy, Seven. Welcome you to another fire episode of the Fortifying Kings. Y'all know how we do here, man, on this podcast. We're building up brothers, giving them defensive strategies to help protect them and their families against all the wilds of the devil. So let's get it, y'all. Let's get into this episode. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Seven, man. I am super excited uh, to be here with y'all today, man. Uh, I, I'm just extremely happy, man, just to, to be here. Uh, there's always a day where, you know, it's been one of those days and th- I've been waiting for this moment. This is the highlight of my day uh, to get on here and, 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 and talk to you brothers, man, about uh, just, just, just what God has had on my spirit. Um, I'm, 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 yeah, we're going to get to it. Let me pray in right fast, man. And then we'll jump straight in. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for another opportunity, God, to minister, God, to talk, God, to, to be transparent and be open, God. God, we thank you that your word says that whether two or more gather, God, that you are in the midst of them, Father God. So uh, we welcome your spirit, God. We welcome your uh, your presence uh, in this place, whether you're in the car or at home or or whatever you're, whatever you're doing right now, we, we just welcome the presence of God uh, in this union of believers, God. We thank you for showing up. God, I ask that as I uh, deliver uh, these words, uh, this, this what you put on my heart, God, I ask that you reduce me completely, push me down completely, God, and reveal only you. Let your words be known. Let your words be said, God. Let just use me as a vessel, God. I pray that the people and the hearers, God, will not just be hearers, but doers. And that this word will pierce their heart, Father God, and change them forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So like I said, man, um, I'm I'm excited today because if if you've been following me, uh, Professor, I we we both have talked i know from by myself i've talked about having a relationship with christ probably three out of the four or three out of every third time i I get on here and talk it, it usually ends up tailoring back and have you ever had something like be in your spirit or just just be with you that you think about constantly and like it seems so obvious like it seems like man like this is this is the problem like if if you just if people just did this one thing like it'll solve every problem right every problem so today uh y'all know we're we're, we're on the uh series of commissioned manhood and i i'm going to use for my title the cornerstone of manhood the cornerstone in manhood and if you haven't guessed it the cornerstone of manhood is your relationship with christ it's the cornerstone of everything <laughs> but in this sense we'll just use the cornerstone of manhood right right it's the corner it should be the cornerstone of your marriage it should be the cornerstone of your job it should be the cornerstone of how you raise your children, right? Your relationship with God is meant to impact everything that we do. So here's how I want to start, right? I want, I'm going to come at it from this angle, 
right? We know that everything that we need is in God. Everything. Now, I know for some, like, that's that's a hard concept to to kind of put together that, you know, everything that we need. There's there's nothing that isn't already in God. Now, and I know I hear you right now. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. What you're saying is is that I know, but some people, some people don't get what they want from God. So how are you telling me everything's in God? So your ability to assess to uh, to uh, access what God has for you depends on you, right? God's still there for you. It's just like it's just like um, have you ever went to like a, a gas station? You know, maybe in a rough part of town, and they put all the good items, you know, behind the glass. You know what I'm saying? Or or even or even you go to the Walmart in in the in the rough part of town. You know what I'm saying? And you go down certain aisles and they got stuff like baby formula in a locked case with a camera on it you know what i mean like could you can you purchase the can you purchase the the baby food absolutely you could absolutely you could but do you have access to it the answer to that question is no you don't have access to it you have to gain permission to get access to it okay i'm going down the rabbit hole i told myself i was gonna stick i made a script y'all y'all don't know so i'm one of them people who, man, I, I, I pray about this stuff and, and I go over this several times on my drive to work or, you know, just just trying to relax. Like this is something that I kind of mull over and over. Um, I am not a a sermon script writer. Right. Even when I do like, you know, for work, I have to do speeches and and things like that. Like, I'm not a writer. I don't, I don't like to write stuff down. I know what I need to say. I have, you know, little keywords here and there just to keep me on track sometimes. But if y'all been listening to me, man, y'all know I like to talk and I just be going and the spirits start flowing and I don't be wanting losing my place <laughs> to mess that up. So, you know, but this time I actually wanted to, there's some things that I wanted to hit. So I did take some, I wrote down some things I wanted to ensure that I said that I felt like God had said to me. Um, but here's where I want to go. So I, I'm going to try not to get distracted. So here, here's where I want to go with this, right? Everything we need is in Jesus Christ. Everything. Right? His word says in John 15 and 4, right? Again, New King James Version. First time rocking with me. New King James Version is how I roll um, with most of these. I think I got one in a different version, but New King James Version is how I'm going to go. All right. So in his word says in John 15 and 4, it says, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. And here's the part that I want to I wanna talk about, right? The first part, he says, abide in me and I in you. So again, I know previously I talked about the transactional God and how God is waiting for us to do something so that he can do what he needs to do. Right. There's a portion of it that says, you know, what God needs from us. Right. So he, he wants to do something for us, but there's something that we have to do also. So as we abide in him, then he in you. 
as the branch cannot bear fruit of its own. Now, as I talk about this cornerstone of manhood and your relationship with Christ, ladies and gentlemen, or gentlemen, you know, maybe it's some ladies on here too, but with everything we got going on in the world, all the the divisiveness, all of the 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 different point of views and opinions and 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 all of this stuff and everybody is clamoring and, and trying to just be right right and i believe this is my personal belief i believe that we are missing the mark i believe this is all nothing but an attack from the devil and i got you i seven why would god allow you know the devil to attack the church, right? And it's, it's for simple reasons everything else because we know that the the um, that all things work together for the good of those who love him, right? We, we know that we win in the end. Those who love him. Now, for those who love him, right? How, how, how do you fall in love with somebody? I, I absolutely love my wife, right? I love my wife. But I didn't always love my wife i know some people were like well, what about love at first sight well to me that's just like at first sight that's a strong like at first sight you know but how we became to how i became to love her is through the relationship that we built time spent being spent time doing things together spent time talking Spent time, you know, sharing and, 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 you know, all of that stuff, all of that stuff over time built a relationship to where I can say that I love her. So if all things work together for the good of those that love him, well, how do you know, how do you love God if you don't have a relationship with him? Now, I know what a lot of us say is like, well, I love God because I go to church. I love God because I sing in the choir. I love God because I'm at the church seven days a week. You know, I love God because, you know, I'm the I'm the pastor. I, I'm supposed to love God. Mm. But all of those things, love without a relationship is really just a like. If that, in some cases, some people are pretending to love God. Mm. That's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day. Pretending to love God. Mm. So. The, the, all things work together for the good of those that love him, right? And you can change that. All things work together for the good of those that have a relationship and spend time with him, right? So you say, well, seven again, why, 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 why is the devil doing this? Well, it's it's very simple, right? Really, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna deviate for two seconds because I I wanted to um, bring up this scripture in Psalms, and if y'all give me one second, because I did not, again, I don't, <laughs> I didn't write this one down, and it's bugging me now, because I, I, I need to say it, um, but it, it was, uh, I can't even remember where it was now, um, but it was a Jesus talking about uh, a house being divided, and give me two seconds, let me, let me look and see yeah, here it is, right here. Oh, that's too easy. I mean, I thank God for technology. What? 
thank God for technology. Um, and he says, so I, I'm going to give you a little backstory. I'm going to do this quick, y'all, because I need to get back to my part, right? So I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this quick. It says, so basically this is Jesus. Uh, he, he's, he, he is, um, he's been brought a demon-possessed, um, blind and mute um, person, man, and um, he healed him, right? He healed him. He cast out the demons, and 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 everybody was standing there. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, everybody saw him. And now we pick this up in Matthew twelve and twenty four. It says, "Now when the Pharisees heard it, they said, this fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, right, the ruler of demons, right? So Beelzebub is is Satan, right? So they're basically saying like, man, hey, look." This dude, like, he only is able to cast out demons is because he's a demon himself, right? Now, this is what they said amongst themselves. Here go how the spirit work. Go watch this, right? That's amongst themselves that they talked about this. And it says in verse 25, but Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them. Now, I, I'm going to pause for two seconds. Like, man, <laughs> I don't know what y'all be thinking when y'all be reading the Bible, man, but like, you know, everybody got their heroes, right? And, I, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to fanboy on Jesus right now because I can fanboy on some Jesus, right? Because Jesus, Jesus is a bad boy, man. Jesus, Jesus did some stuff in his day that make you be like, he did what? So here it is. These, these Pharisees, these Sadducees, these religious lawmakers, right? These religious people, this, the, the, the religious people in the church, right? They said to themselves, in without their mouths moving, in their head, their thoughts, they thought this. Man, this dude ain't nothing but the demon himself. That's the only way he's able to do this. They thought that to himself. And, and Jesus, but Jesus knew what their thoughts, but Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan cast out Satan, he's divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom you, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Like... <laughs> Like, he's strong. Like, Jesus be hitting him with them hooks, man. He don't be playing with him sometimes. Uh, sometimes he let him, he let him, he let stuff slide. But just today, he was must have been feeling himself on that one because he, he he dropped a bomb on him. But he, the part that I want to I wanna focus on in that, that, that passage is uh, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. So you ask yourself, why, why all, why is the devil ramping this up? Why is it, why is it, why is it? Person against person, right? Christian against Christian, right? Uh, uh, you know, like we all Christians, but I'm I'm a I'm a left wing Christian or a right wing Christian or, or whatever, right? Why why is that? It's that passage right there, because the devil knows that a house divided will fall. Now, I know previously we talked about spiritual awareness and seeing. Uh, uh, uh my boy Soul Jam talked about it too about seeing that the devil is, 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 his goal is to kill, steal, and destroy, that he's a trickster waiting. I think he used the scripture, 
um, that he's a he's a roaring lion waiting to consume his victims, right? Like he's he's trying to kill us. He's trying to separate us from God. So how do we counteract? How do we counteract what the devil is trying to do? It is very simple. We strengthen our relationship. Oh, I see you, devil. But here's what I'm gonna do. I, I I'm gonna operate in love. Right? I'm gonna love my neighbor as myself. I had a good friend of mine. He he told me, he said, I told him and I said, Man, it's all about love, man. We gotta love each other like we love ourselves. He said, The problem is, Seven, he said, people don't know how to love themselves in the first place. He said, So if you don't know how to love yourself, how can I ever expect you to love somebody else? Man, that struck a chord with me. That struck a chord. But then God delivered the answer. How, how if I don't know how to love myself, God. Then how do I operate in love? John 15 and 4. Abide in me and I would abide in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Meaning you can't, you can't do this yourself. You need to be plugged in in order to bear fruit. Right? So what? So the fruit is, the fruit is God. Where do we, where is God at? God, here, here. If you ever wanted to know what God is, who God is, God is right here in Galatians, right? In 522 through 23. And you know this scripture, right? Uh, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against there is no law. Right. So he says right here that um, abide in me and I, I in you. And you will bear fruit, right? You cannot bear fruit unless you abide in me. So if you abide in God, right, then he will abide in you and you will display the fruits that are in him. What are the fruits that are in him? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, gentleness, uh, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So everything we need is in God. If you have strong conviction strong beliefs about something now some of our beliefs man are just beliefs right they, they're, they're not biblically incorrect right they're not sins right they're not they're not going against god they're not twisting the word now we got to be careful because sometimes we add in our own little piece we, we don't use the whole scripture we can we can add to you know the word or take away from the word to make our point we, we know that words with words, you can do that. So sometimes we have to be careful. But for the most part, people who aren't doing this intentionally to to confuse and to, ze and to deceive people truly believe what they have read and have interpreted what they have read. Right. And so by that, using that interpretation of that, we know that everything we need is in God. Right. So all the fruit. So we can basically say, but God is love, joy peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, right? God is those things. And so in order to be a cornerstone, the cornerstone, right, of, of manhood is your relationship with Christ. And in that cornerstone is comprised of, of those fruits. You know, uh, where I live, there are lots of of farms and trees and like I, I sometimes I, I like to take long trips home and 
and I go through some of these orchards and things like that. And like, man, these trees are, are beautiful, right? And, and you're driving through, you're winding through these orchards. And the thing is that you're going, you know, so fast that you can't see the fruit on the trees. So all the trees just look like trees, right? From a distance, if you were to back up, from a distance, you couldn't tell which tree is which. You could just tell that it was a tree, right? But as you get closer to the tree, and you're able to see the fruit on the tree, you instantly know what kind of tree it is. Notice that the tree didn't have to announce itself. You're not gonna find an orange tree with apples on it, right? You're not gonna find a pear tree with peaches on it, right? You, that's, that, you're not gonna find that, right? You're gonna find a pear tree with pears on it because of this principle that God talks about, that he says, um, it's it's the principle of the branch cannot bear fruit of its own it can only bear of only if it abides in the vine so it has to be connected to something for it to bear the fruit of what it is so that cornerstone of manhood are you bearing the fruit of a true cornerstone and your manhood are you bearing the fruit of a true cornerstone are people confused they can't tell what kind of tree you are they can't tell what kind of cornerstone you are because you're not displaying any fruit. Now, I'm not going to have y'all turn there, but do y'all remember when Jesus was hungry and he was walking by and there was a fig tree? So Jesus was like, ooh, figs, right? So he walked up to the fig tree, searching, 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 no figs. And Jesus was like, bruh, it, he looked to his boys and was like, yo, it, 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 isn't it fig season? And they was like, yeah, it should be figs. He was like, there ain't no figs on this tree. And what did Jesus do? He cursed the tree. Because <laughs> a tree with no fruit is operating out of order. So if you're a man, a cornerstone of your family, a cornerstone of your job, a cornerstone of your, of your marriage, a cornerstone in your church, right? If, if that's who you are, man operating in Christ-like manhood, and you're not bearing no fruit, you're operating out of order. Now, let's talk about these fruit. Right? I like fruit. Right? Let's talk about them. Talk about them. Um, <laughs> it, make, it reminds me of Soul Jam's yellow plate. <laughs> right? So if y'all had listened to that episode, go back. Uh, I don't know why that just reminded me of Soul Jam's yellow plate. But it, that has nothing to do with anything. It just dropped in my head. Um, so let's talk about these fruit, right? So, so Seven, I hear you. Right. God is these things. But like, how do we know that? How do we know that the proof's in the pudding? <laughs> right. The proof's in the fruit bowl. It's in the basket. Let me show you. Right. Here we go. Right. So. John three sixteen, Like we know that fruit. Number one, the main fruit, the biggest piece of fruit, the juicy fruit. Right. <laughs> right. Don't, don't do 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 do. All right. Stop it. Um, so, you know, the the the, the main fruit that we that we that we should have that we should be exhibiting is love and we know that there's hundreds of scriptures that god is there's scriptures that says god is love but i wanted to focus on this scripture for god's love and for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son 
Now, if you're looking for your displaying of love, a person that loves somebody else is willing to give. You look at Jesus on the cross. He loved us so much. He loved us so much that he was willing to give his life. For God so loved the world that he gave. So if you're looking for your fruit and you're noticing that you're not a giver for the people that you supposedly love, for the God that you're supposedly love, right? If you're not giving, uh, you might want to check your fruit, my guy. You might want to check your fruit because giving is a function of love. It's kind of like the seed of love, if you would. If love is the fruit, giving is the seed. How you know you got a big, how you know you got some good love? Because it got seeds in it. How you know you got a good piece of fruit? All fruit has seeds in it. Why? Because the seed is the part that, that creates reproduction. It creates more of itself. So, oh, that's good. Come on, Jesus. As you give love, ooh, as you give, right, in love, it then implants into the person that you gave to spirit. And it's, they're able to grow that love. And that God type of love grows in them. And then they're able to give love to someone else. And that seed grows. And it keeps going because they gave. And, ooh, that is good. So why are we not giving in this season of divisiveness, of confusion, of, of, of strife, of, of enmity, right? Why are we not giving? Because giving is the only way, it's the seed of love. It's the thing that makes love reputable or repeatable, not reputable, but repeatable. It makes love repeatable. So we got to give. That's a part of it. Give your time, give your energy, give your talents, right? How do you show love? By giving it, by giving. How do you break down walls and barriers? By giving. Mm. That's going to touch somebody. That might not hit you right now, but that's good. That's going to hit somebody, right? So God's all over the world that he gave. All right, let's move on, right? Let's do the joy, right? We all like to be happy. I did, a, I did a podcast the other day on love or life, love and the pursuit of happiness. I think it was life, life something in the pursuit of happiness. Can't think of what it was right now. But again, we talked about the pursuit of happiness that everybody wants to be happy. But where is your happiness? Where do you get your happiness from? Do you depend on your wife to give you happiness? You depend on your job to give you happiness? Oh, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Y'all don't cut the podcast off after this. Do you depend on your pastor to give you happiness? Your church family to give you happiness? Hmm. Again, relationships. Everything we need is a God. Now, I'm not saying that it's, you shouldn't commune one to another. You shouldn't commune together. But what I am saying is that joy is in the Lord. And we see that right here in the scripture. In John 15 and 11, it says, These things that I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. Key word there was my joy. He didn't say anybody else's joy. He said, my joy, I want my joy to be, to remain in you. Now, I have a hard time with my imagination sometimes. I'm getting older. Yeah, I have a five-year-old son, man. His imagination is wild. My man sits there and he plays with his, his little toys and he comes up with 
all, I mean, it's a whole production. He comes up with all sorts of stuff. There's there's dragons and 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 witches and 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 Superman and Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers all in one. And, and, and there's cars and tanks and airplanes all in this game that he's playing. And his imagination is so elaborate. Right. And what he's able to think. But I have a hard time imagining God without joy. Now, I know sometimes I don't have joy. Sometimes, you know, my boss say something to me sideways and my wife says something or my kids do something. And that may take my joy. You know, I might be happy for a moment, but then that might take my joy. Right. That that's that's a real thing. We live out here in this world. Right. So things happen that take your joy. Somebody rear ends you. <laughs> you might lose your joy real quick. You know what I'm saying? So that's a real thing. Uh, you might lose your joy. But my thing is, is that man, I, I just can't imagine God not being joyful ever about anything. I just can't imagine something getting to God to the point where you don't have no joy. Like, that's the type of joy. I, I, that's everlasting joy. Endless, boundless joy. You happy when everything going wrong. Right? I want that's that's and even Job didn't have joy. <laughs> right? He wasn't happy to go through all this stuff. But he was able to maintain maintain his flawlessness. Maintain without he didn't sin with his lips. Right? He didn't speak against God. Right? But that's the type of joy we want. So where is your joy? If you're looking for your joy, if you're not happy with yourself, you're not happy with your situation, you're not happy with your marriage. Where is your joy? I guarantee you it's not in that person. It's not in that place. It's not in that thing. But it is in God. And if your joy, like he says here in John 15, 11, right, that his joy will remain in you and that your joy may be full. That's full. All right, let's keep going. So we got love. We got joy. I'm behind schedule. We got love. We got joy. I'm going to speed up a little bit, y'all. We got love, we got joy, we got um, peace. Oh, do we need some peace? I mean, take two seconds, y'all, right now. Close your eyes with me. God, we, we pray, God, for uh, uh, your spirit of peace on the United States of America, God. We pray for peace, God, that surpasses all understanding, God. We thank you because we know that the prayers of the righteous avail of much. And we know that whatever things we ask for, when we pray, we believe. If we believe, then we shall receive them, God. And we pray not for ourselves, God, but for this country, for every person walking on this country, in this country, God, walking, talking, God, every person in this country, God, we pray peace over their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I felt the Spirit just say to do that, y'all. Like, peace, man. We need peace in this country. We need peace. And, and here's where it is, right? If you're looking for it. If you're trying to find some peace, here it is. It says, now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace always in every way. That is 2 Thessalonians 3, 16, right? Say, read it again. It says, man, now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace always. Like, when, when I read that, I, I think of, you know, you know, you're outside, you hang with your people, and then you're telling a story about somebody famous or something that happened. You was like, man, Michael Jordan himself 
signs this. Like, when you say Michael Jordan and you add to himself, like, that make it legit. Right? I feel like that's what the writer was doing here. The Lord of Peace himself. He ain't sending no surrogate. He not sending no proxy. He not going to send you one of the lackeys, one of the angels. No, 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 no. He not going to send you another, another person. No, him himself is coming to give you peace. Right? And that peace surpasses all understanding. Can y'all, I can't even imagine that, y'all. What's peace that you ain't understand? That peace that make you feel so good, you ain't got nothing to do but, but weep. Man, I tell you the other day, I was in church and I was concerned. Man, I love my brothers so much, and I was really concerned with the situation that they were they were heading into, right? And they were going into, and I've been praying for them. And, I mean, just on my knees and fasting for them, and really like seeking God for them, trying to stand in the gap. You know, for God to make a way. And, and I was in church and God told me to speak in tongues. And as I'm speaking in tongues, man, oh my God. It felt like my whole, like every bone in my body was taken out. Every organ. I felt light. I felt like I could jump through the roof. Like I just felt like that level of peace that he gave me about my brothers, man. It just, it made me just like, oh, it made me cry. It was so comforting. It was so, so warm and, and light. And I just felt like I was wrapped in a, a cloud. That's how much peace I felt over my brothers. And 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 that's that's the peace that God will give you. Right? That's the peace that we need in this country. That's the peace that we need in our lives. Right? Because we know that people don't come peacefully. Right? People don't come peacefully. Right. They don't they don't do that no more. And so but standing in the face of that, you need to be able to have peace. How do you operate in that level of peace? Mm. It's only built in your relationship. Only when you're a cornerstone displaying the fruit. Right. So let's keep on going. Uh, long suffering. Now. Long suffering is a challenge. Right. So when you think of long suffering, if you think of somebody who is a willing participant in abuse. That's what I think of. Uh, maybe not everybody. I think we used to say long suffering. That means that you are willing to suffer long. That's abuse, <laughs> right? You are willing to suffer, right? You are being abused, right? In my mind, but no, that's that's not that's not what he's saying, right? That long suffering is the ability to withstand whatever situation that you're in. That's the ability for God to stand side by side with you. My boy Soul Jam did a couple weeks ago. He did. He talked about um, I can't think of their their biblical names because he made a great point about using their biblical names. But I'm gonna call it the three Hebrew boys. So I can't remember their names exactly. Like he said up their 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 Hebrew names, right? Um, but he talked about how uh, when they looked into the fiery furnace, that Nebuchadnezzar saw four people, and he looked and left like, didn't I put three people in there? There looks like four, and one looks like the Son of Man. That's long suffering, y'all. That's somebody willing to stand by you no matter what. He won't give up. He won't quit. He won't bow out. He won't. He won't uh, uh, tap out. He won't leave you. The Bible says he'll never leave you nor forsake you, right? You got all of that. That's long suffering. And the word says, the word says, um, uh, but you, O oh Lord, are full. You are a God full of compassion 
and gracious, long-suffering, and abundant in mercy and truth. That's basically saying that, God, you, 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 man, you, you stand by me when I mess up. You stand by me when I'm right. You stand by me when I'm dead wrong. You always there, willing to correct me and help me to keep going. You're not going to leave me because I messed up today. I said the wrong thing today. I didn't do what you said today. I didn't go where you told me to go today. But you still standing beside me yet and still. That's long suffering, y'all. And that's what we need. Because sometimes you're facing people who, who, who are trying to stir up that divisiveness and you need some long suffering to stand by them anyway. Mm, come on. Come on with that. Kindness. Oh, how'd I miss one? Yeah. I miss kindness. How'd I do that? Anyway. But we know the Lord is kind, right? We know that that He's willing to give to us. The Bible says, and I don't have the exact scripture, but we know that the Bible says, um, that how many of you, if your son asks you for bread, that you would give him a stone, right? And then he goes on to say, well, if you wouldn't give him a stone, the Gentiles wouldn't do that. Why would you think your heavenly father wouldn't do that? The Bible also tells us to, to um, um, take no thought what you shall eat, what you shall drink, or what you shall put on. So the heavenly father knows that you're in need of these things. How about he will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory? Y'all, that's kind. That's kindness. That's kindness. That's what that is. Somebody's willing to do anything to help you achieve. Willing to do anything to help you get there. Right? And we, we equate kindness with all sorts of things. But being able to walk walk an walk a elderly person across the street. Opening a door for somebody. Is displaying the fruit. Giving a smile when people are frowning. Oh, I love doing that. Oh, I wish there would be somebody upset, mad, walking past me. Oh, I crack them a big old goofy smile. And they look at me and they get even, they almost make, at first they frown up and then they unfrown. And they go, I know what they're thinking, this dude, something wrong with him. Like, why he so happy? <laughs> you know, but it makes them unfrown, right? So kindness, right? Um, next is goodness. Oh, it's my favorite scripture. And it's Psalms 34 and 8, one of my favorites. Oh, taste and see. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Now, I use the scripture, right? Well, every time I barbecue, come off that smoke. Like, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. That's a little sacrilegious. That's a little playing with God a little bit. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you play a little bit. God, I think God got a sense of humor. He, he's full of joy. We just said that. He's full of joy. So he got a little bit of a humor, right? Um, but nah, man, like, taste, you got the, the word taste, right? Just, just try it. When you try something for the first time, what are you doing? You just tasted it. And that's all the Bible saying. Just, if you don't believe it, just try it. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And that's it. Taste it. Try him out. Give him a run. And he'll show you that he's good. We already talked about the scriptures earlier that all things work together for the good of those who love him. Taste and see. Try him out. Like uh, LeVar Burton used to say, don't take my word for it. <laughs> right? Try him out. Right? Uh, let's go next. Faithfulness. Oh, he's so faithful. 
He's so faithful. And I love this scripture to capture his faithfulness. It says in 2 Timothy 2 and 3, 2 and 13, I'm sorry. It says, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. Y'all, how simple is that? Sometimes you don't need no profound, like, doctrinal Greek, Hebrew, uh, amplified translation. Like, sometimes it's as simple as, if you are faithless, he is faithful. Done. Simple as that. Whatever you don't have, he has. He's faithful. Whatever you need, he's faithful. He's faithful. And the Bible says he's faithful and just. But this right here just says he's faithful. You worried about something. Mm, don't worry. He's faithful. You you on E. I do this all the time. <laughs> Y'all ever pray over your gas tank? <laughs> he's faithful. <laughs> you know what I mean? how many times you didn't made it? He's faithful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This week I want you, every time you notice something good, you just say, He's faithful. Simple as that. He's faithful. Right. All right. So what else we got here? Uh, so we have been through love, through joy, through peace, through long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Oh, gentleness, gentleness, gentleness. Uh, right here in Matthew 11, 28 and 29, it says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you for the gentleness, God. Because sometimes we don't deserve it, right? Can you imagine, like, when you do something wrong and, and, and you want to get rough, <laughs> right? I want to get rough, right? I want to rough you up a little bit. I do that with my son sometimes. I will be playing, and like he he mistakenly hit me a, a little too hard. He got heavy hands. He hit me a little bit too hard in the face, and I, for a second I go from being his father to being like this dude in the south side of Atlanta, and we we have to go. We about to go hand by throw hands, and like he about to catch a full two piece and a biscuit, but then I have to remember, gentle, <laughs> right? Gentle, right? And and sometimes we need that when dealing with other people. We need that while dealing in this world. We need that dealing with our wives, our kids, our bosses, our coworkers. We need gentleness to be able to deliver, you know, be a gentle word. Have a gentle spirit, a welcoming spirit where people want to come and share. And they say, man, there's something different about you. I don't know what that is. Oh, oh you need to tell them that. Oh, you're just looking at my fruit. <laughs> you can stop. Stop. You can stop Googling my fruit. I see you. I see you looking at my fruit. Right. That's all that is. That's just my fruit showing. You just cover up. Is that is my fruit showing again? I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> what did I say? Sorry, not sorry. There it is. There it is. Okay. And last but not least, y'all. Last but not least is self-control. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. This was a challenge for me to find something on self-control. I was like, what? Now, how am I going to show these people that God has self-control? And <laughs> I, I have a scripture. But more or less, more than that, I have proof. I am proof of God's self-control. How many times did I, did I blatantly sin against him? 
Did I blatantly sin against him? Did I blatantly disobey him? And he had every single right to be done, to punish me. The Bible says the wages of sin is what? Death. Death. Not a timeout. Not a sock on the wrist. Not a don't do that no more. Not a stern talking to. Not a stern look. Not folded arms. Death. That is the result of sin. I'm talking to you right now, ain't I? If that ain't self-control. <laughs> if that ain't self-control. I don't know what is. And I'm sure if you listening right now, you can think of some times where you deserve to be dead. And then you got to say, but he's faithful. <laughs> he's faithful. You know what I'm saying? He's faithful. There's some times out there. The scripture that I use, this this one came out, um, the English Standard Version. It says, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, of love, and of self-control. Uh, some versions may say a sound mind. And a sound mind is being able to process situations and respond accordingly. That, my friend, is self-control. How many times do we do we put God in a situation because he's long-suffering with us, right? He's standing beside us and he's faithful, right? Because of those things, because of his traits, we put him in a predicament, right? That's self-control because he has every right to be mad. He has every right to walk away. He has every right to disown us, man, but he's faithful. And so as I wrap up, y'all, man, being a man requires immense relationship with God because there's no way you can do it by yourself. Your homeboys can't help you. Your wife can't help you. Your mama, your daddy, your praying grandmama. Thank you, Lord, for grandmamas. They can't help you. You got to do that. You, 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 you can't seek outside. That comes from God and God alone. So in order for you to be a cornerstone, I was sitting here right before I started this and I was watching the 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 um, New York Giants and uh, Los Angeles Dodgers right game. And um, uh, I'm a fan of neither just for that fact. Y'all heard me say Atlanta earlier. Right. Uh, I, I'm a fan of neither. But it, it just reminded me of the cornerstone. What's a baseball game without home plate? What's a football field without the goalpost? What's a what's a what's a what's a hockey rink without the goal? What what are those things? Those things are the cornerstones that make the game the game. And that's what we are, y'all. We are what makes our family go. We are the thing that which everything is built upon. The cornerstone is the the the, the perfect piece. In the Jewish day, they would throw away. Hundreds of rocks, hundreds of rocks, trying to find the perfect cornerstone. Because once you get that cornerstone found, everything else falls into place. But you got to start with the cornerstone. If the foundation is bad, check your cornerstone. Right? Even in houses that they build today, they build cornerstones. They start one place, and that place is the most surest place in your house. It's a cornerstone. And that's what we have to be as men. We have to be cornerstones. 
for our families, for our jobs, for our children, for our friends, for our churches, for our everybody, for strangers. We got to be cornerstone. Man, I really hope y'all got something out of this. This one of them, I don't have to listen to myself because sometimes God gives you something that is uh, uh, for you, for you, for them. Right? You're talking to yourself. And I believe a lot of this is, is applying to me. Right? So I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. But man, again, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, shameless plug. Here it is. Coming up soon. Uh, we're going to have some collabs, special guests. We're going to get on with the Fortifying, um, yeah, the, what are they call Edifying Queens. That's what I call them, Fortifying Queens. Y'all don't know how much trouble I was about to be in. The Edifying Queens. All right, check out the Edifying Queens, man, podcast over there on Anchor, wherever you get your podcast, your app, your podcast from. Man, they got fire coming just like we do. Man, we thank y'all. We love y'all, man. We are praying for y'all right now let me pray out dear heavenly father god we thank you for this time of relationship and fellowship god god we pray that people will draw closer to you and as they draw closer to you god you draw closer to them displaying and showing your fruit through them god so that they may use their seeds to infect others and to grow other people and other men and other 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 people who come in contact with them god god we just pray for relationships are getting better we pray for marriages to get better to 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 father-son relationships, to father-daughter relationships, to get better right now in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you and we love you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, uh, thank y'all so much for listening. We'll catch y'all on the next time. Hey, man. If you listen to this podcast and you say, yo, seven... I want that, man. I want what you got. Man, it's very simple. What I got is nothing special, man. Somebody offered me the same gift that I'm about to offer you right now. The Bible gives us Romans 10, 9 and 10. And it simply says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, then ye are saved. And it's, it's just that simple. All you have to do is confess with your mouth. And believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and you will be saved. So if you want to be saved today, just simply pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for saving me. Thank you for sending your son down on this earth to die for our sins. I believe that he died and I believe that he rose on the third day. That he's seated on the right hand of God. I believe that in my heart. I welcome you into my life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer with me today, simply do me a favor, man. Just shoot us an email so we can walk with you, man. We don't want to just have you accept Christ and be out there alone. Because like we talked about, man, this is a hard process. It's not easy. But it's easier when you can do it in fellowship with other people. When you know other people who are going through and who's there to got you, have your back. So if you have, you just said this prayer, shoot us an email. For the number four, fortifyingkings at gmail.com. Shoot us an email, man. We'll love to walk with you and uh, to keep in touch. Thanks. God bless.